0: Hello and welcome to the Bandy Four Kitchen today. Um, I'm not gonna do an audio of a recipe today. Um, I've been kind of thinking this week about food and <laughs> surprisingly, and the journey of food and the comfort it gives people. Um, you know, when COVID started, everywhere went mad with recipes and online vloggers and anybody and everybody cooking from their kitchens on YouTube. I even tried myself and I was a total disaster at it. And it really just, you know, brings it all back to that comfort that we have in in food. And not just for the sustenance and the nourishment, but also sustaining, I suppose, our soul and that coming together of people. You know, I know myself... Um, before lockdown and before COVID um, I was away with my sisters and we were in Portugal and we had spent a lovely few days in Portugal uh, eating it was all about eating it was all about the restaurant we went to where we had the coffee uh, where we go for brunch and it was just three days of stuff on our faces and then on the 8th of March I flew home and I had been in the bubble of the house for a year myself and uh, my husband and my son and we were a year here the three of us together in the house not going anywhere not going out for dinner um not meeting people um and we're really at a point now I suppose where we're dying to go out for a nice meal somewhere and have that service of food but at the same time um it also brought me back to um The food journey, you could say, uh, in that I had started the blog two years ago, but I had kind of gone on and gone off it. Um, But lockdown really put me in a situation whereby I thought, what am I going to do that? I'm stuck in here now for I don't know how long and that will keep me going and keep everybody happy. And food was the place where that was going to happen um keeping food on the table coming together at the kitchen table and um, talking about how we were all getting on all of that centers around the family table and centers around food and then you kind of got to a point where you were a bit fed up of it all you were eating too much cake and you were fed up of bacon and, and you were fed up of the same thing and you couldn't get any ingredients and You kind of had this journey of going up and down of a love-hate with baking and cooking and eating and even takeouts, uh, which isn't something I do very often, but I divulged in takeouts over the past year. And it was kind of got to a point then whereby I got a bit fed up with food. And for somebody who writes a food blog and for somebody who the kitchen is her happy place, you kind of feel a bit strange when that happens. And I just kind of wonder, you know, is there more people that are foodies, so to speak, that had that experience over COVID, where it actually became, I wouldn't say became boring, but unimaginative maybe for you, because you just, you couldn't go anywhere else. You weren't experiencing foods from other places. You weren't getting to travel and experience paella, for example, or trying out that new restaurant or the joy of having a table of your friends and you're all sitting there having something beautiful to eat or to drink, which is a coming together and a sense of community within your own community of friends. And it just really shows the importance of what food is to us. It's not just about um, grabbing a bite to eat for dinner it's also that celebration of sharing with other people. And I suppose as a food blogger, it's something that always resonates with us. And as a stay-at-home cook and as a mum, coming from a family where food was central to everything, it certainly um, is such an important part of life. And that sharing, that breaking of bread is really just so important. And I've been thinking about it all week it's kind of been in my head. Um, and I suppose it really it really came to the fore for me, um, just around Christmas time, which is always a time for great food and, and gatherings. and uh, I was at that point where I suppose I had been in lockdown for almost a year, and you're missing everybody and you're probably feeling a bit lonely and you're thinking of the family Christmas dinner you're missing at home. And a friend of mine got me a book and it has a beautiful quote in it. And it's really changed my way of thinking, so to speak, in terms of, oh, God, we're all on our own. And it's called Home Cooking by Laurie Colwin. She's an American uh, writer. And there's a wonderful quote in it. And the quote says, no one who cooks, cooks alone, even at her most solitary a cook in the kitchen is surrounded by generations of cooks past, the advice and menus of cooks present, and the wisdom of cookbook writers. And I just thought, isn't that the most beautiful thing to say? And it really resonated with me in those moments where, you know, you're feeling a bit lonely and you're feeling a bit down, especially if you're a home cook or stay-at-home mom. And when you go into the kitchen, And you just start to cook something. You're sharing that experience and and that food and the knowledge you might have learned from maybe your mother or somebody um, or your father along the way or a friend taught you a recipe and you're doing it again. And you have that memory in your head and you're sharing that then with somebody else. And Isn't that a lovely, lovely thing um, to be able to do? And when I read that quote, at the time I read it, I was feeling a little bit despondent, I think you could say. And it was around Christmas time, in fairness, and we were all fed up with COVID. And, and I just thought, you know, I'm here and I'm missing everybody. And they're not really gone and they're still with me. And I can cook things that my mother showed me or I know my father would love to be eating. You know, and I can share all of those things, whether it's chocolate biscuit cake my Auntie Maud used to bring us or egg flip that my mother used to make. All of these little things um they're all regurgitate memories and positive moments in your life. And I think food gives us that, and we really we really need to embrace it in all its forms. And we're very lucky that with the way technology is and travel was before COVID, we've gotten to experience so many different foods and cultures and traditions um, in our lives, in in our generation. And it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. And as I say, it was just pondering in my head this week um, as I was going through different recipes, I suppose, in the run-up to St. Patrick's Day, which is next week. And I was thinking of, you know, all those St. Patrick's Days of childhood and also those St. Patrick's Days abroad whereby you see recipes um, that you wouldn't actually eat on St. Patrick's Day in Ireland, but somebody has decided uh, that they are very Irish all of a sudden and that everybody has to eat them in New York or in Sydney or wherever um, on St. Patrick's Day. And, and I, I just was thinking, gosh, you know, people have these ideas of, you know, food of different cultures, but the, the more we travel, the more we engage with each other, the more we read each other's blogs or listen to other people giving a recipe or watching videos on food, we, ha- we get a great awareness and it allows us to try out new things and to challenge ourselves sometimes. And it's wonderful that food can do that for people, apart from just the you know the sustenance side of it. It really does nourish the soul. Um, And it doesn't just nourish the soul in terms of nutrition. It nourishes the soul in terms of comfort. And very often it can nourish the soul in terms of the memories it creates. And that is something that is very, very beautiful about food. I have so many amazing memories about food. Um, Even the most simple thing of getting up in the morning as a child on a cold winter's morning. And them days we had glass bottles and you would be dying to get down the stairs to get the cream that used to have formed on the top of the glass bottle of milk. Oh, Jesus, it was absolutely gorgeous. And this would be poured on the porridge and then you would have the brown sugar sprinkled on it. There was nothing like it. It was just so absolutely beautiful. And I, I don't particularly eat part an awful lot. Why? Because I can't have it with the glass bottle and the creamy, milky tap. And that's a lovely memory to have as a child. Or I remember as kids, we used to go to a beautiful place uh, called Fanor in the burn in County Clare. And my father would go off in the mornings walking up the burn, which is stunningly beautiful, limestone. And he would come back and eat wild mushrooms that he would have foraged. Oh, and he would cook these mushrooms, and they would be inky black, but the taste—them never in my life have I tasted anything like it. And all of these beautiful food memories—they keep you going sometimes, and that's a great thing. But you also then can pass them on <clears throat> to somebody else, and so that quote is actually correct. We're never really lonely in the kitchen. Um, we might not know what we're doing. We might burn something, but we also learn something along the way. Or we might remember a cake our mother made. We go, do you know what? I'm going to make that. And I've had that recently making things like the sourdough or making um, soda bread, um, which I hadn't made before. Um, And then suddenly it came back into my head and I started making it again and making it the way my mother made it. And it just brings you that bit closer. Um, to those people that might be gone uh, or that you might not be close to now because of COVID, because they're in another country. or whatever, And, you know, sometimes it's good to dive back into those memories of your childhood um, or memories of beautiful meals that you've had and give them a go or try and recreate them if you can. Um, and for that brief moment, you're there. And I'm very, very grateful for having that uh, experience in my life of food and being surrounded by uh, wonderful cooks and caterers and home cooks and um, both my own family and my husband's family um, who are great because they're Mediterranean and they can really cook beautiful food too which is different to what I grew up with and it's it's a great learning curve and it's a great experience And, you know, sometimes we wonder, oh, you know, should we be making fairy cakes with our kids and all of this kind of stuff? I don't, you know, I coped with my mother, but not everybody does. But I think if your kids have an appreciation of food um, and are shown lots of different kinds of foods to eat, they will gain that as they grow up and they will have those memories. And that's a really, really nice thing um, to give. It's a really nice thing to give. And I suppose on the blog, um, that's part of what we do. It's part of what I do on the blog. I cook something or I have an experience and then I try to share it um, as best I can here on the Bendy Fork. Um, The audio recipes are wonderful because um, sometimes you don't want to read something. You just put them on your headphones and uh, and you just want to listen to how you do it. And that's great. It's it's, it's a learning curve for me. Three weeks ago, I didn't even know you could do this. Uh, And now here we are talking into the abyss and it's about food, and that's uh, that's great. I think that's wonderful. Um, and I'm sure many of you out there can think back of whether it's birthdays or a special Christmas or a holiday, um, you were on that you had something spectacular, something beautiful you never had before, and you can still taste it. You know, you can still taste it. I can still remember the very first Mary Rose sauce I ever had, um, which is. You know, it's not a, an exclusive thing to eat or or rare thing to eat, but I remember it. I remember it was on a packet of chips um, coming from a chip van in the barn. And uh, the guy showed me how to make it, the chipper. And I still remember it. And I still remember making it that way. I remember, you know, all of those lovely things. I remember foraging for seaweed as a kid off the Atlantic coast in fanor and then my mother would make a thing called cardigine mousse um, which was wonderful and uh, so good for you and it looked I suppose by the time she was finished with it it kind of looked like a panna cotta, um, and it was beautiful and she used to flavor it with vanilla and things and these are all wonderful memories that we can create and that we have and I think we should share them I think people should share as many of these food encounters as they possibly can in the knowledge that you know somebody out there would will be interested and somebody out there will be um delighted to read that story or try that recipe um or twist it up and make it their own and sure that's half the fun that really is half the fun so as you go through the bendy fork blog or here on the audio and you're trying things you know let me know how how they went for you maybe let me know what you cook them for and um, if they worked if they didn't work for you or if you have a problem with them let me know and uh, and we can see what way we can help or what way we can jazz up a recipe that's already there and um, and that we can go on and, and keep continuing and uh, making lovely lovely food moments um, and at the moment I think we all need a little bit of comfort and a lot of nourishment um, the world has been put through an awful lot um, over the past 12 months. And I think we probably still have a bit of a way to go. But as long as we can all come together in some form around a decent plate of food, um, we can solve anything and we can share something. Be it a beautiful slice of bread and olive oil and salt, or whether it be, you know, a bowl of oysters or something just as simple as a simple broth. All of these things are moments and memories and they all nourish our memories and our minds and our soul and we should embrace them and take time with them and take a moment and just be thankful for um, having it and I'm very very thankful um, for having many of those moments in my life Um, and I just wanted to share that pondering with you today. So wherever you are in the world, I hope you're having a beautiful um, day. I hope you're having a beautiful place of something that you love in front of you. And I hope that you're creating a beautiful memory. Take care and God bless.